What is up, everybody? I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And today we have a very, very special bonus episode podcast for you all. And we are super excited because you guys know how of a deep dive we like to do into Riverdale. Um, but we have a very special guest here today with us. And you guys might know her as No Context Riverdale. Huge fa- Riverdale fan account. <laughs> Major. <laughs> Uh, and if you guys haven't seen her tweets or IG, please check her out. And it's some of like the funniest stuff you'll ever see. It, it's like I am so entertained whenever I see any of your stuff, um, memes, like everything. It's so, so great. So welcome to Recap Rewind. Today, just to give you guys a sense of what we're doing, um, Macy, aka No Context Riverdale, that is you. Um, we're going to go through her best or top great moments of Riverdale of all time um, from all seasons Um, so be sure to stick around we're gonna start with like the fifth one and then work our way to her favorite moment Um, but before we get into the countdown let's ask you some questions some icebreakers yeah okay great Um, (laughs) welcome Macy how are you doing today thank you guys I'm doing great awesome Um, I want to know when you started watching Riverdale and when you got the idea for the account? I started watching Riverdale um, the summer of 2017. So I like just graduated college. I was like, it was just the summertime and I needed something to binge. Um, and I just started watching it and like literally just, I, I would rewatch the season. Like I finished the season the first time and then I just rewatched it again. Like I just, I just became obsessed with it, honestly. <laughs> and um, No Context came about because uh, I, as I was re-watching it all the time, I was like, how is there not already a No Context Riverdale <laughs> account? Because there's ones for other TV shows. And I was like, how is there not one for this one? Uh-huh. So that's how it came about. I but- just made it. You're so on brand and like your tweets are hilarious. I'm like, who is this genius behind these memes? Like, you know, like it's not just anyone can just do this. Like you're so on point with like (laughs) some of the pictures. The frames you select. It's like, (laughs) it's definitely. I have so much fun. Oh my God. So much. Yeah. It's such a fun layer to watching a show like Riverdale. And similar to you, I feel like both of us, we started with the first season and we were obsessed. Like, we watched that first season, especially the first like episode, the pilot for for me specifically was my favorite. But yeah, we watched it. We were obsessed. And then w- three episodes in, we're like, maybe we should start a podcast and talk yeah. about this because we're <laughs> exactly. so obsessed. <laughs> and it's such a funny show to watch, right? Like it's got like every level of it. And we'll get into all yeah. that. So yeah. my question to you is like, <clears throat> it's we're, we're five seasons in now. It's been like years since 2017. Um, <laughs> So what's kept you a fan all this time? Because the show from where it started, let's say episode one pilot episode and to where it is right now, especially with the break, like so much has happened. So like what is the one thing or things that you feel have kind of kept you watching, pressing play or watching it every week? I I mean, when you think it can't get any crazier, it does. And that's (laughs) what just keeps me going is, I just never know what's going to come out of Cheryl's mouth or what the new villain is going to be like the Mothman. Never saw that coming. Like they always keep me on my toes. And I love that. (laughs) I love, I love watchers like, like you, because especially like in the fandom, you guys love the craziness and we love the craziness too. But I, sometimes I feel like we take it from like a very serious lens and we're like, (laughs) that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But like, I love to hear how you guys love it in that sense like i do look at the logical side of things but then i'm like well it's riverdale you know yeah it doesn't it's have riverdale. to make sense always <laughs> yeah yeah comic sure. booky um so i don't know if you guys know this and by you guys i mean our listeners right now but your account actually i think it's at like what over 50k followers yeah on twitter like when did you did you just wake up one morning and you were like what the heck is going on I, I started the the account in 2018. It was like before season three started. And 
I mean, I just did it with just for me and my friends because I have a bunch of friends who love Riverdale too. And for like a year, I just did that. That's how it was. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of started growing. And I never thought it would get past like 10K. I was like happy with that. I was like, 10K was like, in, like a number, like people, everybody was following me. Like that was crazy. But then it just kept growing. And then Cami Mendez followed me. Yeah, like what did you Lily what did you followed me. <laughs> I, I, I still cannot believe it. Like it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's a lot to handle sometimes. Actually, I want to ask you, do you feel like there's pressure to um to push out that content like all the time and sometimes it, there is pressure especially during the hiatus i feel like i constantly need to keep people like engaged and stuff and i love doing it, it but sometimes i'm like okay i need to take a couple of days off yeah. if i'm not feeling very creative i don't need to push myself to be creative Absolutely. so i do try to give myself some breaks What's that one thing like now, like you mentioned the hiatus, we're going to, we're not back until July really with another episode. So like, August what is it now? Oh, is it August now? They pushed August it. August 11th. Oh boy. Wow. So another Very month, even, even further out. Yeah. So with that, you know, you said that, you know, trying to find your, like find the, find that balance, trying to get, keep yourself excited. Like what, what is it that you what is it that drives you right now, especially like during the hiatus, just to give us some tips, because I think that <laughs> between me and NB, sometimes we're just like, what do we do? Like, it's, that's a long time to yeah. like not have any new content to really speak to, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I try to keep up with the latest memes. So right. like, I, I have a bunch of just screen caps of Riverdale just sitting in my camera roll. Right. And if something goes along with the meme, I'm just like, just post it. Send it. But um, right now I'm also re-watching the show from the beginning, which I haven't done in a, a while. So I'm kind of going through the first season and I'm noticing so many things I didn't notice before. So that's been really fun. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking of different things I could do, like just funny edits I can make, just something, you know? Totally. It, it's a lot of fun though. Yeah. I feel like more than anything else, I think it's just like finding the fun in it. Right. Because at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it's a show and you just want to have a good time with it anyway. You know, like, and there's a lot, a lot of material to work with. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Do you ever get, um, I know the ships can be really crazy in this fandom. Do yes. you ever get like backlash or like drama from any, any of the ships? I just recently people started like being upset with like who I ship and stuff like for the past three years, nobody's cared. And then all of a sudden, like people started like being like saying things to me. I'm like, I'm just a person. Like, I'm just a fan. Yeah. I'm like, nobody. <laughs> of course, I have a preference. Like, so now I'm just kind of like maybe not saying as much, but I am a Barchi shipper. Um, is that a, with a B just to clarify? Barchi. Yes. Oh my god, Jayla, I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. She's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel like I've said it enough that like no one knew was gonna come at me for it. I've heard it all now. So right. yeah. And out. I think like I think this season really brought it out from people. Like we've noticed that, I mean, we've always sort of been really like subtle Barchi shippers, but mm -hmm. overall, like we, yeah. lo we love them all. But this season, because I feel like it was all happening, people were like the, the wow. comments oh, yeah. on our videos where people were just popping off. And like, yeah. we haven't yeah. seen it like that before. It, I, I love them. I you know that people come out whatever <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> well that's the thing do. right like at the end of the day it's uh, and the way that we saw it and with the way that we take it is at the end of the day it's a tv show and mixing it up and yeah. shaking it up is always kind of a nice change right right we that's were, what i think yeah and we were so hopeful that like with the time jump like having to explore that or having the ability to explore like a brand new 
coupling was super exciting. Obviously, I'm sure as a, as a Barchi shipper, you saw with everyone else's dismay how quickly that fizzled out within the first like three episodes. Yeah. Of, of yeah. Yeah. I still have a lot of hope. Yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel like it, they're going to come back. Okay. Barchi's going to come back. Do you do like deep dive theory reads and like kind of like see where things are going or do you like follow some of the writers and be like, okay, what's what's popping up in here? Like, do you guys have something going on right now or? Well, the last uh, writer I talked to on Clubhouse with Evan Kyle, Mm -hmm. um, he he's a Barchi shipper and I don't know. He I mean, everyone who listened to that, the bugheads were like, he said Barchi's over, but to me, I took it as Barchi's like, you know, they're gonna come back. Like, Buckhead has to sort out their whole thing. Oh, they yeah. don't have closure, and so I think once they get their closure, Barchi can be together. I also, like Barchi came together so quick yeah. that just doesn't sit right with me. Like, they're Agreed. I just don't think they I can know. go back to how they were. There's something toxic about how it all came together this during the time jump. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. I think for both of us, just to like settle our souls, we've like let go of mm-hmm. the thought of it for now, just yeah. because we yeah. were so like upset when it happened and the ending happened. Um, but it's good to hear from another Barchi shipper <laughs> yeah. to be like, okay, I can hold on to some of that. I'm okay with that. Well, I'm a big phallus shipper too, so I've learned yes. to yeah. have to let go. Yeah, <laughs> that was very, very painful for me. For sure. Oh my gosh! Do yeah, that was. I'm not like, over it. Do you Same. feel like the writers listen to the fandom? Like, do you think they go off of what people are saying on Twitter? And I don't, I don't think so, actually, because I feel like. I feel like they just do what they want to do, like what yeah. they want to write about. I don't think they listen to like, because I think that would be more like fan service. And yeah, I don't think they've ever really done that. Yeah. I mean, if you read any of RAS's tweets, I think he fan services all of us and leads us into every <laughs> single possible human direction and then <laughs> rips our Takes hearts out. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does it quite often. Um, but that's exciting. So you answered like, you know, all of our icebreaker yeah. questions. Let's get into our top five best moments of Macy slash No Context Riverdale. Let's break them down. Let's have a real quick chat about each of them. So let's go let's with number it. five, MB. So just to confirm, Macy, was this your best five or your the craziest uh, great moments kind of? It was definitely the craziest moments, okay. which was very hard to find five yeah (laughs) that took some time but um yeah craziest for sure let's start because all my best would be like ship related things yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) same first kiss the second kiss yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah so your number five we're starting off with five um you said edgar ever never trying to go off in a rocket or just the whole organ harvesting cult storyline and just reading that alone i'm like what (laughs) watching guys (laughs) i can't imagine someone who has never watched a show just hearing that sentence and be like what is riverdale what is this show yeah Uh, um what was your favorite part of all of that <laughs> just I don't and I don't so many great posts that I've posted like on my account have come from the great organ harvesting experience storyline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there there were so many things to come with that, like the farm, uh Evelyn being a 30 year old playing a 17 year old in high yeah. school. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Being married to Edgar Evernever and then still calling him dad after that, like that yeah. freaked me out. Alice to almost killing. Did she almost kill Polly or was it Betty? In the water. Oh, the tangerine. In the tub, oh, 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 right? Oh. Um, Polly like pushed her in the water. Oh. Right. Yes. That was, was very like, traumatizing for me her. because I'm an Alice fan. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Love, tough. Love I was quite Alice. worried. Yeah. Um. But just Edgar Evernever, his, I think the beginning of season four, he just got just 
completely he just completely changed and was like really weird yeah i don't know he was like (laughs) yeah i mean he cut off weatherby's fingers or whatever yeah (laughs) i I think he was a great villain. Like I did enjoy him oh, as yeah. a villain, but I I do think they took it like too far. Like I think I would have been okay if it was just a cult, um, like in that way. But like it was yeah. just went too far. I feel they like. went like but... Marilyn Manson cult. Like they just like <laughs> what took was a hard with left. the 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 outfit and the rocket? Like yeah, that that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> Considering that was, like, his master plan, like, flying into space with this rocket. And then uh, driving everyone off a bridge on the bus. Like, guys. Yeah, no. (laughs) It was a lot of things. It was a lot of things. And, like, I think with this show, and I don't want to, like, like, deep, like, do a huge analysis, but, like, it's hard when like your favorite characters like Alice go and dive into this whole cult experience and they fall for it. And then they come out of it the next season and you're just supposed to like, you know, be team Alice again. But I'm like, girl, you were crazy last year. Like, how did you fall for all of this? But I know that so much of that was she had the trauma and she was going through a lot of things. And, but still like, it's hard to like switch gears again and be like, yes, I love Alice. Like she's on point this season. Um, I I still like I've always been Team Alice, but when she gave uh, Betty's college fund away, that really yeah. just was like I was like I don't feel like Alice would like go that far. Like right. come on, yeah. isn't it bad enough she's like in a cult? Yeah, for sure. Even and- I mean, not to talk about season five, but like the episode before the break when she gets upset with. Betty for lying to her about Polly like not being dead or whatever I thought that was kind of out of character especially considering like all she wants to do is protect her mom Mm -hmm. right so it's like yeah anyway yeah there's a few things that are like un-Alice like but at the same time when you think about the pilot episode so much of her was a little spastic right she was like totally overbearing but then also very loving and like we've seen so many great beautiful moments between betty and alice and like phallus like you were mentioning between her and you know like that was such a big experience to watching fp and her together so she has so many she's come a long way oh yeah 100 yeah and we'll talk about her more because that is not the only storyline that this woman gets herself into. <laughs> that, she has had quite a trip. Oh, sure. yeah. A journey. A very much a journey. Um, and, you know, to your point, when it, when you were talking about just reading off of top five with, like, Edgar Everett ever trying to fly <laughs> off into a rocket, I think that's the reason why your account is so perfect for this show because yeah. literally no context Riverdale you want <laughs> you follow your account and you literally could be like that is a still from the show <laughs> like that yeah. is legitimately coming out of their mouths you're not making any alterations like they are perfect memes for that reason alone it just yeah. tells me like oh, don't have to have any caption anything yeah. <laughs> just, just straight just the up photo this is, is enough is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, speaking of big moments, your next top five moment, and it was a big one that's kind of like shook and a like reverberated one. outside <laughs> of the season, was um, season three, episode nine. So that's a couple seasons back now. Archie getting attacked by a bear was the big moment. The next big moment yes. on your list. <laughs> So what about this episode or or even this moment, I guess, makes it as iconic in your opinion as as you think it does? Because I've used it so many times for memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a moment I always go back to if like I'm thinking uh, like there's some meme going on. I'm like, okay, Archie with a bear. You know, yeah. that one kind of works for this. Yeah. going to bring that back. Yeah, I just sure. I I just don't think we should ever forget that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Never yes. forget the bear. Yes. I think I feel like the Revenant was big in that year, and they really wanted to bring that Leo DiCaprio fighting the bear <laughs> moment. Yeah, totally. We never even got to see the bear. I know kind of we just got like that. a point of view shot, <laughs> like yeah. running at him. I did love oh, though. 
<laughs> I did love the story around that. I loved his journey. I love the fact that he had to leave town, like all the things with his dad. I loved all of that. It was so emotional and it was so real to who mm-hmm. Archie is and Archie and Fred's relationship. But then the bear was a little, again, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Wild, literally okay. wild. Yeah. He's still alive? <laughs> and then in the finale, uh, when he has to fight that guy dressed as a bear. Yeah. And like, yeah. there's a growl and he says, not again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> great that's when you're like the writing is perfect like they've literally like full circled it into another moment and i know they reference it they still reference it i feel like even years later um i'm surprised that they haven't mentioned in the time jump just yet but i'm sure we'll hear a line where fingers crossed (laughs) yeah he's like (laughs) iconic moment getting attacked because it's true it definitely was one of those crazy moments where like wow this show really went there it really did And he almost died. Like, it was such a moment yeah. for the fans to be like, holy crap. Didn't he have, like, a fever dream or something? Yeah, that? that was the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, like, saw his dad and he was like, what do I do? Should I come back? Like, it was such a big thing. And we all thought he was And he stabbed Hiram in that fever dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to resolve all his feelings for his yeah. second father. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go back to... F- Archie, but he is the central point of the show. So since that is the case, you know, we're talking about him getting attacked by a bear. He's gone to the army. He's got, he's he's he does a lot of wild, wild things. What is the most exciting thing outside of the bear thing that you think with Archie's character? And do you think that there is something coming up in the next seat, like in this coming season that is like that you want to see happen with Archie? Well, Archie's got a lot on his plate this season. He's a firefighter. He's a teacher. He's a, what else is he? He's doing a lot of things. Yeah. Um, the, the thing I like about Archie is that, I don't know, he just all, he's just such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think out of all the characters, he, I don't know, he just doesn't have like a dark side. He's just Archie and he's just mm-hmm. trying to help everyone that he can. Um, and, uh, what, what was the second part? No, uh, <laughs> it was more just like, yeah, like, what do you see happen with Archie in the next little t- bit of time? Oh, like, what right. are you most excited to see, I guess? Um, I, I'm ready to see just Archie, you j- just like find his, just get Riverdale back in its place. I saw someone say that they think that Archie's going to run for mayor. Ooh, and he's going to save that. the town that way. Ooh. And I think that would be so sweet considering like, you know, Fred yeah. ran for mayor. I I think that would be really cool. I just got so, chills kind of like thinking that. about that. That's a really great. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. It'd be really cool if like it was like between him and Hiram and maybe Veronica threw herself in the ring too. Ooh, and, like, yeah. Maybe, maybe there's Veronica a little bit of a, so cool. uh, yeah. Little Ooh. feud. Look at us, guys. We're like, just let's so just <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, let's take the next moment. Okay, let's go into moment number three, and that is Cheryl keeping her brother Jason's corpse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> tell us, tell us a little about that. <laughs> tell us how you feel. That, that was another moment where I was just like, like I just never expected that. Uh, yeah. I think it was th- this finale of season three when we saw that she took Jason's body um I don't know where I thought she was going to go with it in season mm-hmm. four but I, it, I was not expecting her to have him like taxidermied and sitting yeah. in a wheelchair and yeah. having a possessed doll brother so yeah a lot of things going on with that but I honestly loved it <laughs> <laughs> it it's just especially um the scene where uh, Jason's sitting in uh, in the wheelchair and Julian the doll is in his lap and she says, don't move either of you. And then it just goes to them just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments. Um, it was just crazy. And the fact that Tony went along with it. Oh, I yes. mean, kudos to her. <laughs> yes. So I, I definitely wanted to touch on that a little bit. And as much as I feel like I was definitely shocked, 
I almost wasn't surprised. And it sounds weird, but like it is, I could see Cheryl doing that. Out of everyone, I feel like it kind of fit her character the yeah. most. Um, but I think for me, like I was kind of shocked at Tony because I was like, maybe in the beginning you kind of go with it to be like, is she okay? Like, let me just kind of like make sure she's okay with like what's happening. But clearly she didn't really ever stop her. and She kind of went along with yeah. it. Kind of like, girl, you need to keep your girlfriend in check. Like what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> kind of waiting for that, but that never happened. Yeah, she's what do you got a corpse in there. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. think about Shoni? Tell us your Shoni thoughts. I love Shoni and I'm ready for them to get back together. But I do think that Cheryl needs to work some things out before yeah. Cheryl and Tony can get back together because she's just like, I don't think she's really herself right now mm -hmm. with sure. everything going on. So we need to get Minerva out of there and then Shoni. I need Ooh. to know what Tony is going to be doing um, when she comes back. I'm, right. Yeah, I was wondering that too. What, we don't know. Yeah. How did you feel with that whole um, reveal that she was carrying um, Kang's baby? Oh, well, she, it's her baby I, too, kind of. Like, they're all co-parenting, yeah. I guess. I actually saw that coming. and But I was, like, really excited to be right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I, I, I think... I think that had to do with Kang's breaking up too, is the fact that maybe since they're going to break up, Tony will take care of the baby herself and then Cheryl will come in and then they can take care mm. of the baby together. I, I don't know if it would work that way, but it kind of felt like it was going to go there mm -hmm. eventually. I like that. But yeah, that makes sense. I don't, I don't know. I'm just ready for them to come back. Yeah. yeah. I don't think J Lag we can get into talking about Kangs because that's no. gonna take on a whole nother That's a that's a whole there. different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I could do an entire yeah. seven hour episode just on that storyline alone. We've talked about it quite a bit. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, sure. definitely Cheryl is my one of my favorites. I we we all mm -hmm. love her and we yeah. just want to see her get better and um, as much as the storyline was really weird and scary, it was really sad because she really was ultimately yeah. like she wanted him back and she wanted her brother back. And mm -hmm. something that I think the writers do really beautifully is that they've carried this Jason um, character with Cheryl throughout the whole series. Like since the first episode to like yeah. now, he's been a part of her and it it's one of the most authentic uh, storylines, I think, that they've kept. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just so like, you know, powerful and I love it. I love that it's a part of her and I think he's always going to be with her, but we want to see her get better for sure. Yeah. Even like the Viking, like funeral thing she did where she put Jason's body and lit yeah. it on fire. Yeah. Even, even though that was funny, it was really sweet to see all the kids come together for cheryl like that mm -hmm. totally. like everyone was there for her so that was really sweet yeah yeah absolutely she's had such an interesting journey and like for them to take her from like yeah like mb was saying like episode one all the way through season one and her finding out how she was how he was killed and how it's all wrapped up mm -hmm. in the blossom family and i really feel like she has such a rich very dysfunctional, but a very rich storyline in the sense of like how many things that she's had to go through. And you're right, like having them to like even I think it was a couple couple episodes ago where her and Betty had that conversation about when you lose somebody, how do you like would you have not wanted to know whether or not Jason was dead? Like they brought yeah. him all the way back yeah. like seven and a half years later to this season and being and she was able to have like such an amazing it's one of my it was one of my favorite moments between that, her and Betty the Betty one the, the Betty and Cheryl scene was so beautiful and we were saying it a couple of times in our podcast we were like where like they keep calling each other cousin but they're not they're not having a moment together they're not having that relationship mm. that they would be if they had they were cousins but then we finally mm -hmm. get that and we yeah we both loved love that scene yeah so i love that scene too i would like to see more cousin betty and yes. cousin cheryl totally. being together taking care of the twins or something yeah yeah and i guess we can't before we move on to the next point 
like we can't talk about Cheryl and we can't talk about Jason without talking about Mama Penelope for like a hot second. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like she's, she's the worst, but I love her at the same time. Yeah. She's like iconically like the worst person <laughs> yeah. in terms yeah. of like just being such a terrible mother. But I feel like the years have kind of toned her down a bit. And she does have these like love hate moments with Cheryl, which just crack me up, like all the way up to the graduation. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. She came to the graduation, called her nightmare <laughs> child. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't she like hiding in the bushes or something? She was hiding the entire yeah. time. <laughs> she just rolled right out. Yeah. Sorry. Remind me where we end off with her. She escapes the jail. Is that the last time we, we see Penelope? Uh, and then they pray for wind to reverse the <laughs> oh, fire. Yes, <laughs> we got to talk about that for a quick second. Yeah, yep. <laughs> like when you pray on. for wind, <laughs> when you pray for wind, and the wind comes. I yeah. mean, <laughs> do you um, think the Blossom no family has a level of magic, or do you think this no. is just going to, you know, go? In I, a different- I do not think there's any magic there. I think it's just. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was just luck. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, speaking of, I want to ask you really quick. Did you watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Um, I watched a couple of episodes. Okay. So I haven't like finished it. Okay. But I definitely need to to watch it all the way through. Yeah. We I was just curious to see if like you had seen that, but we 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 liked it. We yeah yeah <laughs> we liked it yeah watch it all the way until like the last episode be- right before the last episode yeah. and just yeah that off. ending was a little rough landing right uh, there the rough end. landing yeah rough landing for sure but yeah um, um am i doing the second one the next one yeah next one is so this is number two and this spans, I feel like, <laughs> the entire series, really. Like, yeah. let's be real. From all the way from season one. Uh, the serial killer genes. <laughs> this yes. is a moment. Um, and I say that because we don't talk about it until probably season three and four. Like, that's kind of where it really starts. You hear it probably every yeah. five seconds. Serial killer genes, serial killer genes. Do you have a serial killer gene? Do I have a serial killer gene? Like, <laughs> everybody got the serial killer gene except for Hal somehow. Um, <laughs> I think it was Google trending at one point. Like, is the serial killer yeah. gene a real thing? It was like, actually. I was one of those people Googling it. Yeah, same. We looked it up. We didn't understand what was happening. Um, so what about this? What about this whole storyline? Do you think makes it so iconic? Because it is extremely confusing if you don't break it down, like the way that everybody's had to break it down. It's, I mean, it's the fact that it started like season three and they're still talking about it. Yeah. And Betty's FBI boyfriend is writing a dissertation about <laughs> yeah. her family and the serial killer genes. Um, it, it really is confusing the whole family tree of yeah. it because Hal doesn't have it. Polly doesn't have it. And Alice do not have the genes, but Charles and Betty do. And it's like, so it has to be on Alice's side. Yeah. Right. She's like a carrier, I guess, of the serial yeah. killer she, genes. She's not a serial killer. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, so it, it doesn't, it's confusing because Hal's side seems to be the serial killer side, but it came from Alice's it, side. This, right. I think this all just feels to me like they started writing a story, like Hal being a serial killer. And then I think they started adding things onto it. Like, oh, let's make like a serial killer gene. And then, and then, and then like, they were like, wait. That's not really all going to connect, but anyways, you know what? Let's keep, like, yeah, yeah. let's just let's keep, keep going because it, it, it does feel like that. It's disjointed and it doesn't really make sense when you look at like the, the web of the of the family tree and everything. But okay, we'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Glenn has a really good paper, a really yeah. good confusing paper to write about. So. <laughs> yeah. Nobel Peace Prize. Definitely want to read that paper. after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What but, are your thoughts yeah. on him? I want to know your thoughts on Glenn. Okay, I thought Glenn was the trash bag killer. Mm-hmm. Same. Then I didn't, and now I think he is again. <laughs> so how come you didn't think he was? I had a moment in the last episode where I just 
thought that maybe, oh, the big thing that he was hiding, because I always thought that he was hiding something. Something just fell off about right. Glenn. Um, and then when it revealed he was writing that paper on the family, I was like, oh, that must be the big reveal of what he's hiding. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> and so I'm still going to keep it in the back of my head that he could possibly be TBK. Right. So, yeah, I think huge possibility. I think it's almost like like they're like kind of shoving it in our faces. They're like, this is the TV. So I almost don't want to believe that he is. Um, yeah. And I've been seeing on Twitter that some people think that it might be. Um, what's the guy's name? The morgue guy. Oh, Dr. Curl Jr. Yeah, Curl Jr. People are thinking it might be him. Yeah. No way. Because don't forget, guys, he's had a relationship with Betty this whole time. So, like, he could be, like, secretly obsessed with Betty. No. I would be so sad. So sad. <laughs> Plus, I he love likes that man. <laughs> <laughs> he's been out here. He's a fan favorite. Pulling out these bodies for years. Taking only cash. Yeah. <laughs> so, no river dollars. Small bills. Just cash. Do you, <laughs> think, do you think Betty could be the TVK? Oh wow. Um or Polly, maybe no. Nah. That would be crazy. Uh I don't think so. That, I don't th that would be wild. Yeah, I guess because they couldn't really make her like how would they like come back next season and make her like good again? I think even going back to like the serial killer gene thing, right? Like we can obviously see that she has like a darkness that she's been fighting this whole time and she almost kills a guy a couple episodes ago. So it's kind of in her to like have this urge to like do the justice that her dad used to do. But like he also didn't have the serial killer gene, so it didn't really matter. But then yeah. pulling it all the way back to Charles, which was supposed to be the big reveal, I think, which is why the serial killer gene storyline was even important to begin with, was the reveal that, right. surprise, Charles is also a serial killer. And he, as an FBI agent, he's been posing as this killer, which I don't know how you felt about that, but we thought that was a bit of a flop reveal in terms of like how it all um, went down. I was very upset that Charles uh, was like bad. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I was like, no, I, I need some, I need Charles. Like, we've already done this. Like, yeah. Chick wasn't the real son. He was, and bad. He was bad. And now we this met Charles. Still... He seemed like yeah. a great guy. And then they had to do that to him. And I was like, dang, Alice cannot catch a break with their yeah, kids. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, I was actually going to circle all the way back to, to Alice and how much you love her because she is one of our favorite characters as well. We loved mm -hmm. Phallus. We love Alice. And we always rooted for her. And even through like, especially this hardest time, like her losing Polly, not knowing where she is right now, having to take care of these kids realizing that you know charles is a killer and he like you know they had that whole murder moment last episode with the pincushion man like trauma yeah. trauma 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 like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get crazier than that for her she's definitely crying every single episode Basically. just like yeah just like season two and season three we got a little break from it in season four but she's back to crying mm -hmm. it's just shame. i know i need to I see her happy I know. And she's only happy when she's with, you know, our man. I know. And who knows if we'll ever see him again. I just want to see them ride off into the sunset on their motorcycles and like leather jackets. And that's what I wanted for Phallus. But we didn't get that. Can Alice just call him? Like, I'll take a call. I we really have to hear his yeah. voice. Text. I just need to know that they're. <laughs> Yeah, a text war. Yeah, and he doesn't even have to be in it. It could just be like her on the phone, and he's yeah. yeah, hear his thing. Yeah, exactly. It is really attention. unfortunate how it all went down with Phallus, for sure. And I think that you mean obviously Skeet Ulrich was like, "Peace, I'm out of the show." Or yeah, I'm not yeah, this yeah. Anymore, but at the same time, I think just like. To your point, all the fellowshippers, us included, just mm -hmm. like the way they ended off their story and saying like, who knows what's going to happen? And then seven years later, realizing that even though Jughead is back and all these people are back, do you think Anyways. that we'll get him back at some point in time or some sort of rep like reprisal of the, the of like his character? I've asked uh, one of the writers that and I don't think anytime soon we are. Because, yeah, 
I think I was really upset to hear that, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a a contract thing. I think he just probably doesn't want to be like, he's not getting enough scenes to make maybe it worth him for him to be on the show and like live in Vancouver. And like, maybe he has other projects coming. I feel like it's a logistic thing. Um, Well, on his Instagram story, all he posts is his garden. So he's working hard. In his backyard, a lot. He's working hard with his garden and Lucy Hale. The garden is what I. (laughs) Apparently, they're not together anymore. Though that that ended (laughs) real quick. Um, no, but I want to quickly say, like, I feel like a lot of time was wasted with Phallus. Like, there was two, three seasons there in the middle where, like, they introed them and we were obsessed, and then they kind of just disappeared. Like that whole time she was at the call he was kind of MIA. Like he wasn't really like chasing her in the way that I wanted him to chase her and like save her and like bring her home. He was MIA. And so I feel like in that time, I wished we had so much more of Phallus. Um, and I, I think I, I would completely okay agree with the ending then, you know? Yeah. They gave us all the Phallus we wanted like towards the end where like they had to just rush and give it all to yeah. us before he left yeah and there were just so many times during season two and three that they could have given us like um especially in season three when uh fp and alice are having that conversation and fp tells her that it's over and it's like when was it ever like on on (laughs) we we never saw the only thing we ever saw was like in season i mean the episode two and then all of a sudden it's like episode 17 saying it's over and it's like why don't we get to see that like middle in between yeah. parts? Totally. Yeah. That, so that was like disappointing. I think, sure. I think it's also, you know, cause we've talked about this on the podcast at like great lengths, but I think one of the things that we ended up concluding too was they just don't have the time for the parents to really yeah. wrap up. Yeah. Like there's, like you said, Archie's out here doing a million things. Veronica's out here with seven jobs. Like they're all getting abducted by aliens. Like, especially after the time jump, like there's almost no room for any of the parents to kind of come back with any storyline. Like, Hiram is luckily yeah. the only person that's kind of survived it because he's the main villain once mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But outside mm-hmm. of that, I don't think that we're going to see like Marisol Nichols coming back and yeah. being like, I'm going to do a Riverdale <laughs> like special <laughs> of my reality show, you know, like come through. Well, in season three, they did try to have like, you know, that storyline with the parents, but like they should have continued yeah, I that. I love that. Totally. It was oh so gosh. good. Like the flashback and everything. I mean, there yeah. is going to be another flashback episode this season. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so exciting. Do we know if we're getting like a flashback of like the parents or is it a flashback of like the in-between years between? It's, oh. it's, the, it's the parents um, because uh, Lily Reinhardt posted an Instagram like story of her wearing like the necklace and stuff she wore as Alice. And I've also heard that it's like mainly focusing on Hiram and like how he came to be. So interesting. And that would make sense. Like how he became to be how he is. I saw, I think Kelly Ripa posted a photo of Michael Consuelo. Yeah. I saw another, it was a very thing photo. And I was like, wait, was that from the first time that they were shooting? I couldn't tell. But she had posted it. And so I guess now that makes sense. They're going to shoot um, the flashback episode. Wow. Yeah. Well, that that would be exciting. Hopefully we get more flashback of the parents and stuff. Like mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And like I- to your point, like the parents were so much fun. But I think they, they, their, their main cast is already so big. So it's like how are they going to have another mm-hmm. layer of the show and just do the parents? Like there's not enough time in, in, in an episode. Yeah. Having said that, it's 22 episodes a season. You know, somewhere like, in there, I work. think they find can it. fit it in. Yeah. <laughs> find, a, find a moment yeah. for sure. Absolutely. I think that they could have definitely done it. And I'm, I'm excited to hear about this flashback episode. I wonder what, I mean, one of the things that we had mentioned just recently was how did Hiram get to this point where he hates Riverdale mm-hmm. this yeah. much that he wants to literally like turn it into like not even a town <laughs> and like totally right. yeah. like, you know, he's going in hard on Riverdale. Like he does not want it to survive. He wants it to like basically burn to the ground. So like, where did that come from? Like, I know that there was some illusion that he was, uh, you know, treated poorly coming into this town. But, like, we really didn't get a lot of that in the flashback or didn't get a lot of mm-hmm. that explanation. So the fact that you're saying that it's going to be focusing a little bit more on Hiram, I think, is going to be pretty exciting. That sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. 
Um, shall we move on to the Let's last and it. final first yeah. best moment? Uh, so you said Jughead's I'm weird. I'm a weirdo speech that launched Riverdale into becoming a meme. <laughs> it totally did. I felt like I had to. That that one had to be one of the top because, I mean, like, like I said, like it launched it into becoming the meme. It like went viral yeah. and stuff. And that's just that's what made it. I don't know, just so memeable. That's where it began. <laughs> How many <laughs> times sure. have you used that? Have you used that meme? <laughs> I okay. I like. I used it like earlier days, but now I'm kind of like I've moved on to the bear, and like I'll I'll throw in the weirdo one every now and then though. Yeah, it's you a have classic. to. It's it's a classic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't even remember when he, where was he when he said that? Was he in, was he in Pops? Like, it, was he saying it to himself? It was in Archie's garage. It was um his birthday party and he didn't want to have a birthday oh, party. Yeah. That was he was a like, good I'm episode. too weird for that. Yeah. And she was wearing the Jughead shirt and like was trying to make him happy. And yeah. she, hauntingly saying happy birthday to him happy birthday yes hauntingly yeah. is the perfect <laughs> word there <laughs> but also iconic like that's one yeah. of those things yeah yeah and i think like to like you know going back to your your twitter like there are some moments i'm sure that you can't even capture in just words you know what i mean it's like how it's said who says it to who like how yes. they say it like there's some posts that i'm like I, like I need to just post the clip of it. Like there's yeah. no way to convey how great it was. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So like sometimes I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And now it's, I mean, since we're talking about Jughead really quickly, we can just like jump on him for a second. He almost possibly got a, abducted by aliens this season. And mm -hmm. there's yeah. a lot of things happening with him. Where do you think that he's going to be going in the next bit of time? Like, I really, the only thing I can think of is that he's going to wake up and be like in the back of a truck or something. And he's going to think it's a spaceship <laughs> because I guess it so it'll sound like one. It'll be really dark. And right. like, that's all I can think of. I yeah. have no idea where this is going. Like, I, cause I, how did he get out of the handcuffs? I just, I need to know. <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. Do you so think many. he cut off his own hand? That would be crazy. It you would have a really hook crazy. like Betty's dad did. Yeah. Ooh, and I was true. thinking, like, was it his writing hand or was it his other hand? Because if it's his writing hand, that's oh. crazy. Look, when Tabitha did that, I was like, how is he going to type? Like, you yeah. want him to write this thing, but you have, thing. like, one of <laughs> Like, put, tie He's his like... leg to the chair, at least, yeah. not his hand. <laughs> yeah. <needs> his <laughs> All right. So that was your top moment. I'm a weird, I'm weird, I'm a weirdo. That is very, very, very iconic. But before we finish up with you, we just wanted to ask you some season five. I mean, we've talked about it throughout the episode, of course, but maybe some of the ones that we haven't gotten a chance to really talk about in detail. Um, so the first one is so everyone, like we were saying, was super excited about this time jump. And the first few episodes were really strong coming off of the, you know, the time jump. Um, but now that we're a few episodes in, um, things have kind of changed a little bit, you know, in terms of like where their tone is and like where they're focusing on. Uh, like, how do you feel about like where it's at right now with like, you know, we just talked about Jughead going missing with a potential arm chopped off. Like, where do you think that the flash forward is taking us? And like, what do you, how do you feel about it? So far? I, well, where it is now, it kind of feels like it's going, they're going back to how things were like Varchi being together, Jughead missing slash possibly dead, you right. know, quotations dead. Um, it just seems like it's it's going back, but hopefully in this next uh, half of the season, these things get sorted out. We get back to how it was in the beginning of the time jump, because that was like, like you said, it was really strong and it was like fresh and different. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully like, you know, Penelope and her little culty thing she's got going on. Maybe she can pull something out. That's changes things up. I don't know. <laughs> she prays to the like, wind and the entire thing there, changes. <laughs> that, yeah. that promo, there's just like so many things. So, so much many is things. about to happen for sure. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned there's going to be a flashback episode, which is so exciting. I love that the first time around. I Lily teased uh, the musical episode this season, and it's supposed to be really emotional. Um, do you have any inklings of what it could be about? What are your thoughts? Are you excited? I'm super excited. I, I had no idea that they were going to do another musical episode. I think they said they were, but then I was like, well, how are they going to do it? They're not in high school. Yeah. Yeah. But also, maybe they're just going to do, like, the songs from a musical, and it's not going to be, like, you know, a stage production or anything. I don't know. Kevin's the Glee Club director. Maybe they'll do, like, a right. fundraiser so, for the town or something. That's true. You know? Yeah. Or, and, like, how they did um, Hedwig, um, they just did a variety show. Right. So, yeah. that makes sense. Um, I've seen some people speculate that it's the musical Next to Normal. Um, because that one's very emotional and mm. I haven't seen it, but um, apparently the storyline kind of goes with uh, what's going on with Polly and Alice, like her missing and like, it's really emotional. Um, for me though, I don't, I have no idea what kind of musical they'll do, um, but I'm really excited about because I always love the musical episodes. Yeah, they're so impressive. Just like the production quality on them. Yeah. Um, and you know how long it takes for the actual cast to like put this thing together. Actually, I think Cami posted last week or the other week she was recording. So I think yeah. she was recording like the audio for the episode. Um. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. It seems like we're gonna get a lot of. We're still gonna get a lot of things in season five. Like we're not even. Oh we're yeah, halfway through, but I feel like we're still gonna get the best part of it. It's still yet to come, right? And with that, like, what are you most looking forward to? So we talked about, you know, Jughead. Like I said, going missing possibly. Um, TBK still is MIA, <laughs> and so is Polly. <laughs> Polly's also missing, um, slash potentially dead. Um, so you talked about your possible theories of who the TBK killer could be. We're kind of pinpointing Glenn at this point, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and with Polly, you know, Betty's pretty sure she's dead. She's kind of on that train. Do you think that she's dead? No, yeah. I don't think Polly's dead. I, I don't know where she is or what's going to happen. Um, but I don't think she's going to be dead at all. Some people have said that they think that Polly is somehow like an evil mastermind and helping with whatever's going on with the truck thing. But I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe she is some kind of hostage situation mm -hmm. and somehow Betty is going to find her and she's going to be good. Hopefully. What if she's just like, like, please no more trauma. Death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She needs no She's more. like, I can't Why be mother that anymore. Alice? I need to leave. Yeah. For <laughs> Alice's know. sake, let's Please. not. I know. <laughs> Please. I know. I can't take it. Yeah, um, for sure. I think, I feel like she's not dead, but I kind of want her to be dead. And I know that sounds no. really messy up, but like, <laughs> I just want the stakes to be really high in the show. And I want like, when things happen, I want them to, to actually happen. Of course, I don't want her to be dead. I, I Again, I feel so bad for Alice, but like, I feel like I want yeah. something drastic to happen. I don't know. I don't know what's what will actually happen. Apparently, someone from season one is going to die this season. Do you? That's what I've heard. I feel like Reggie might die. I think mm. that too. And that yeah. I don't want that to be true. Yeah. I really don't want him to. I mean, I feel like you just have to guess what actor wants to get off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like Loki all of them want to get off. I feel like KJ's ready to go. Like, I volunteer. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's a big, that's a big question mark because it really could go all the way from like Reggie to Kevin to 
like like because all of them are kind yeah. of all of them have kind of been around the only reason why i see reggie is because like because he's on Hiram's side right now i could see him becoming like collateral and like getting caught in like the middle and he mm. ends up getting shot yeah. or like something like that you know right yeah i really want him to have like a redemption though because yeah. i feel yeah. like he, i feel like he was like starting to have that when he went um to the football game and was like cheering on riverdale yeah. instead of stonewall um and then he went back to Hiram, but I think that I think he'll get a big redemption, hopefully, and not yeah. die. Charles Milton, yeah, for yes. sure. But Kevin, on the other hand, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, Kevin. let's not talk about that for yeah. a second. Uh, but yeah, Too it's much. interesting because there are so many things that are happening in this uh, second half that I'm excited for them to tie up. Like, yeah. Kevin included, I really do want to see what they're planning to explore with his character um the baby cheryl like there's there's just there's so much that can that they can dive into um where do you see and i know it's probably a little bit too early to even like guess this but like where do you see the season ending or like what's your perfect kind of moment to see because i know that they leave it off with like a bit of a conclusion but also they give you um you know a bit of a cliffhanger too like where do Mm -hmm. you where do you see the season ending now with the time jump and everything I, well, I would definitely like to see Riverdale be like a town again. Like, yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. Like, <laughs> actually, be a town. That's um, ideal. The the Archie theory of him being mayor, him taking over, everything starting to rebuild, everyone coming back to Riverdale, like flourishing. That that's how I would like to see it. And I don't know how what would happen like as a cliffhanger for season five, but. That that would be perfect. Just Polly being home. I guess everyone being back in Riverdale and yeah. not going back to their homes they've had for seven years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, love and then like, I guess everyone becoming teachers. <laughs> yeah, officially <laughs> like, getting like, their like full-on teachers. teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that makes the most sense. And I think that would be so beautiful, but you know they're gonna have to end it off with a murder or something, <laughs> something crazy. Someone else is going missing. One of yeah. the twins get yeah. abducted. But it knows. could. But if it like becomes like Riverdale again, everything's flourishing. It would be like how it was when season one started. So it'd be like a new start. Yeah. yeah. To a new mystery yeah, totally. with it Love everything it. being good, and then something then bad it- happening again. <sighs> Yeah. history repeating itself yeah exactly and like well yeah. i'm all for that i'm all for like the recycle like having a new villain but i'm down for a new villain i'm down for Hiram to like take a, yeah. take a pause maybe he becomes good for a little bit and he does something really great for the town but i'm also would be excited to see like a new yeah i agree guy. interesting very excited we didn't really and this is a weird way to end off the season like our conversation but like Tabitha is one of the characters that has kind of come out of nowhere. What do you think of her character mm-hmm. and what do you think of like where she can go now that, you know, there's been so much established before she's even shown up, but we love her. I love her as a character. I think she's such a strong character and I think she's honestly really good outside of what she decided to do, chaining him up in the basement. I think <laughs> yeah. she's really yeah. good for Jughead otherwise. Um, but what do you think of her character? And like, where do you think she's going to go with this, this crazy gang? I love Tabitha. I think she fits in perfectly. And she just like, even though she was new, like so late in the game, she just fits in so well. It's like, she's always been there kind of, and she's already so successful. And the way that her and Jughead became friends is just like really nice that it wasn't all of a sudden like a relationship or anything. It was like French. Well, it was kind of like, she was just not really interested in being a friend with him at first i think and then like they developed a friendship and then like they kissed or whatever and he was like i'm not ready and she respected that and then they're just still being friends it's like i don't know it's really nice um and i like seeing them investigate together Mm -hmm. i think that's like a nice change and the fact that she's gonna help find jughead is like I really like her, and I know that she's apparently going to sing in the musical, so I think that's fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. 
All right. Well, I mean, outside of that, I don't think we have any other big burning <laughs> questions. We already talked about what ship you want to see kind of at the end of end game for you is Barchi, yeah. right? Like we're, yes. we're putting that down on the table. Wow. Thank yes. you. I think yours counts for 50,000 votes. So <laughs> yeah. I think we're good. I think yeah. we, we won this one. <laughs> But it's been such a pleasure to have you and finally connect and meet you. Um, well, e-meet you, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's been so, so great having a conversation with you. And honestly, all the best of luck. I mean, you don't need it. You're phenomenal in what you do already. <laughs> She's so. got it. <laughs> you got it. Um, but if anyone is interested, maybe you can do a quick plug uh, like on what your socials are. Um, well, thank you guys for having me. I had a great time. <laughs> I love talking about Riverdale. Um, obviously. Uh, so my Twitter is no context Riverdale, no context RVD. And then my Instagram is no context RVD underscore. Maybe one day I'll get the <laughs> all of it account yeah. without the <laughs> we'll underscore. We'll put it up on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll send the links to Thank you so much, Macy. This was so fun. Thank you, guys. I want to do it again. I love talking about yeah, Riverdale. So <laughs> you too. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>